Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. <laughs> and Andy Jacobs. This is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, comedian Al Murray uh, joined us, who uh, quite prescient stuff about the Premier League in his new book. But it's funny as well. Yeah, it's about history. Um, we had a chat about the weekend's football and various other matters. We did. We tried a bit of Don't Ask Me, see if Andy could remember much about last week's shows, as always. And what else did we do? Let the producer remind me. What else did we do, Andy? That's it. There was one other thing, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Mick McCarthy joined us. Well, kind of, as you'll discover. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy, good afternoon, everyone. And, uh, yes, uh, I thought it was a very good win for Arsenal yesterday. They they deserved to win, there's no question about it. And mm. United were a bit flat and all that. But uh, we'll talk more about the game with Motti. But I thought uh, I've got some bad news for Arsenal fans. Actually. Oh, yeah, what's this? Uh, Thomas Partey, who was tremendous, you know, for them, he'll be missing for the whole of November. There's no parties allowed. Oh, is that? <laughs> beautiful. Thank you very much. It's beautiful. Thank you very much, Andy. What a topical. great start to the week. It's topical. <laughs> it's funny. It's topical. It's of the moment. Didn't get a laugh, but it's topical. No, <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. It's, it's, I thought it's easier now to get a penalty at Old Trafford with no crowd because there's been three this season, which we think about it's about ten years worth with Fergie. Yeah, it probably it's amazing, was. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I and we had referee Graham Scott in action in the uh, in the Spurs it's a trade game description last night. act. Well, <laughs> really? I, I've got to be honest. I, I've not mentioned. <laughs> I've not mentioned this to you before, but I've got an issue with Graham Scott, and it's not his refereeing. It's re- it's really odd. I've got an issue with him too. He look yeah. he, he looks like my um, stepdad's mum. He looks like my old nan. Oh, okay. He, and all I can every time I see him referee, <laughs> he looks like your nan. Well, every time I see him referee, I just imagine him feeding the budgie and. Uh, <laughs> Giving me a banana and and walking up the you know walking up the post office with this big coat on with a big brooch on it. And I, a hat. I didn't know your stepdad's nan, but I'd wager she'd be a better referee than Grace. <laughs> well, I think she would have changed her mind having seen the VAR, and her, and her eyesight wasn't great. But no, Graham Scott does look like my mm. old nan. So, and I've always had an issue with it. Whenever I see him referee, I just can't take him seriously. Maybe talk sport listener, you have a similar thing. You, there's someone in the public. 
guy looks a bit like mm. someone maybe you took against or someone in the family and it plays on your mind it, feel free to share I mean maybe I'm just a bit odd but he really does yeah. talk uh, talksport.com text 8 or tweet to TSHNJ TSHANDJ if you want to tell us <clears throat> if you have mm. a very similar situation to me now every Monday the Sun do a roundup like we do of uh, all the best of the European action it's mm. good and uh, but the headline today intrigued me because this is a story about we'll talk to Andy Brassel about this a Messi escaping uh, red after I think he aimed the ball at the referee yeah but the headline is Lionel Blue <laughs> Lionel Blur. Is it Lionel Blur? It's Lionel Blur. It's spelled B L. Oh, is that supposed to be Lionel Blair? B, no, it's spelled B L E U G H. It's What's Blur. that a pun on? Is that Lionel Blair or Lionel Blue? Um, it's well, it's it could the... be Lionel Blair, I suppose. <laughs> I no, it's the word Blur. That's what it is. It's like you're you're being but, sick but or you're doing. You don't. I read that as Lionel Blue, only because well, the, I mean, it's the, really famous, <laughs> the famous the famous rabbi. I mean, let's not spend five minutes of radio on on something that's essentially written in a newspaper. No, no, only because tomorrow uh, will be forty six. It wouldn't be Lionel Blue. He was they say the former rabbi, the former he? media rabbi. But yeah. I, I only reminded that because forty six years ago tomorrow, yeah, Lionel married me and my wife. What Lionel Messi? <laughs> yes. <laughs> about that or Rab- Lionel Blair Rabbi Lionel Messi or was it Lionel Blair <laughs> no it was Lionel Blue actually that headline thinking about it, it's not great anyway and if he'd been sick on I the pitch I think that's Lionel Blair if he'd been sick oh, let's just leave it I, I don't know how I've ended up down this particular rabbit hole with you but here I am Andy and I'm buying into it for some Anyways, reason uh... Yeah. 46 years tomorrow. Great news for Derby. You see this, the old yes. Dubai, uh, Abu Dhabi. You can say congratulations, it's fine. Oh, yeah, no, no, congr- con- yeah, no well, it's tomorrow, isn't it? I don't want to go too early. Don't go you early. might have a row tonight. <laughs> That's very tragic. We might not make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, that'd be great, is it? She walks out, cases. <laughs> That's it, cases, gone. Yeah, tonight. And then I've, I would have gone yeah, earlier. Because I get all five on Don't Ask Me and she gets really angry Yeah, about she doesn't it. like it. She likes to see you humiliated <laughs> at five to four true. every Monday. It's so, true. Uh, so that's that's the case. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was going to say? I've lost me. Oh yeah, Derby. The uh, the Abu Dhabi royal family want to buy Dhabi County. I wonder if they'll change the name to Dhabi County. Abu Dhabi County. Yeah, they do. It's what about this? I know. Well, it could it's be worth good. Fifteen billion. The fella. The guy wants to come in the show. God. It's amazing, isn't it? So this could be great news, great news for Derby fans. So we'll keep an eye on that. One. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, look, there, there's no shortage of, of people who want to invest in football, even though the you know what's going yeah. on, which is amazing. Mm. I don't know if you saw a match of the day on uh, Saturday. I thought they did some very good analysis of Mason Mount, a player that divides opinion. I think it's yeah. fair to say over a lot. I think he's great, but and they, their analysis was fantastic. He had a brilliant. They say he's Gareth's son. He gets a bit of stick for that because obviously yeah, they Gareth, still say he's Gareth, Frank's son as well. Gareth, yeah, it's the uh, same idea. But yeah, yesterday in the Daily Mirror, I know the people who do these ratings are, are odd, but he says Mount six played in a more withdrawn role, tidy without catching the eye. Obviously, didn't see match of the day. Well done, mate. <laughs> Tremendous <laughs> in about five minute piece on him. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Beautiful bit of music there, all the way from Cyprus. Um, right. Very much the soundtrack. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> soundtrack for the next, uh, who knows, year, two years, ten years, twenty years, he may go down the Fergie route, but Mick McCarthy is off to uh, Nicosia to work over there yeah. to manage the mighty yeah. Applewell, one of the biggest clubs. They are a big club. In uh, Cypriot mm. football, he's, uh, he's heading over there. Very exciting. And I do believe uh, we're going to catch up with Ian Danto, but uh, Dance is with him this afternoon. 
and he's handed Mick the phone. So uh, let's find out uh, a bit more about the new role. Good afternoon, Mick. Well, how did he get hold of that single that I recorded five years ago? (laughs) (laughs) So you've always had a bit of an affinity with with Cyprus. This was always likely to happen. Well, that's right, you know. But, uh, you know, me and Terry Connor, we were... Got a bit bored during lockdown, and uh, what what happened was we bought a job lot of Pisbuine Factor 30, and of course, you know, terrible summer, never managed to shift it. And I said to tell, well, let's make use of it, let's go and get some sun. So off we went to uh, Upperwell Nicosia. Fantastic, yeah. So that, so that was the, the main attraction uh, to the job from your point of view, Mick, yeah? Well, you know, I've got me Barnsley beach towel under my arm, ready to uh, slap on the sun lounger as and when prepared. But uh, I'm hoping that the uh, the other defences in the uh, Cypriot Premier League are as generous as the uh, the Greek voting jury are to Cyprus in Eurovision. <laughs> Mick, you sound like you're smoking a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he may be, may be well over there. That's fantastic. Do you do you speak any uh, any Greek, Mick? Well, it just so happens, I've got one for you. Repeat after me, lads. It's a good one, this. Hinatza Kai Stakti. Repeat after me. Hinatza Stai Kakti. Once more, almost there, lads. Hinatza Kai Stakti. Hinatza Kai Stafti. Yep. Very good. That's a... That's sackcloth and ashes for you. Sackcloth, <laughs> which is a phrase that the Cypriot uh, press are going to have to get used to, aren't they? Uh, yeah, really? I, I guess... Uh, Satsuki and Ashes might be more appropriate. Yeah, that's very nice. That's beautiful, yeah. And uh, it'd be great. It would be excellent if you ever met up with Alan Brazil's favourite Greek journalist, uh, George Eleth- George oh, Akapop George. Eletheros Typos. That's the one, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's hope you... Yeah, for, the, for, the, for the Greek perspective, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just looked at the I've just looked at the squad list, and I'm not bringing Alan in as a consultant. So. No, probably a good idea. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. I mentioned earlier on that uh, Graham Scott, the Premier League referee, did the Tottenham. Brighton game last night does have a look of my old nan and every time he referees a game mm. I, I just see my old nan feeding her budgie it's it's very difficult for me <laughs> um, I see him dressed as an 80 year old woman um, which is a bit strange a bit creepy and you've been telling us similar things um, this is um, Nathan in Forest Hill he says I-, I noticed my son's friend who's eight by the way as an uncanny uh, likeness to Jonathan Van Tam, who is the uh, Professor Jonathan Van Tam that we see on the TV a lot, of course, yeah. these days. The what is he? He's the Deputy Chief Medical Officer. But um, I mean, that's a bit weird for an eight-year-old. It's <laughs> it's really strange, really. Just, yeah. He always, uh, oh, Jonathan Van He's Tam, got an always incredibly re- pessimistic outlook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Yeah. He always, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next graphic, please. Says the eight-year-old. He reminds me of um, Edward. You know, Edward and Tubbs in the um, League of Gentlemen. Every time I see Jonathan Van Tam, I think, oh, yeah. well, have no trouble here. <laughs> he doesn't like him. I agree. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs uh, here on Talksport. I think it's fair to say we're, we're living through one of the more bizarre episodes in uh, global history. Yes, I'd say that's the last accurate. couple of years. Um, but Al Murray has cast the net slightly wider. He could have written a book on the last six months, but uh, he has done 100 plus years in his new book, uh, The Last 100 Years, Give or Take, and All That. A Misremembered Journey Through the 20th Century. <laughs> and he joins us now. Good afternoon, Al. 
Hey, gents. Yes, this is uh, it's great fun. It's it's kind of your it's your take on on say the last century or so of uh, of yeah. history, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Basically, um, there's a very famous uh, parody history book called the La- uh, called Ten Sixty Six and all that, mm. which I read when I was a kid, and um, I thought I'd try and write something like that, but in my style. So, if anyone's heard of the original book, it's not a pastiche. It's me basically summing up the kind of last hundred years and the bits I'm interested in as well. Um, it's a proper. It's a. It's the world's first ever history book to admit that it's biased and doesn't <laughs> include the bits I'm not interested in. <laughs> There's, it's, it's it's you as opposed, not the landlord's take. It's very much it's you, not, Al Murray, isn't it? No, it's not the pub landlord. No. So there's there's slightly there's slightly less. Everything's the fault of the Germans. Um, <laughs> but actually, but but not as much as not as much less as you might think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I loved, uh, mm-hmm. which was that you you even found uh, as we're talk sport. Yes, you looked good. at the most critical event of all. Of, of all number 10 the formation of the premier league and yes that, that that's the 10th most important event of the 20th century <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. and i love the fact i mean this is i take it you you put this book together before a project big picture but it's quite pressing yeah. this you say uh, at the time the premier league was formed there were dire warnings and grim predictions uh, that, that the top five or six clubs would end up super clubs hoovering up the money and players from all over the world yeah. forcing the other clubs that couldn't compete financially into a state of permanent second class stasis <laughs> while being relegated could prove ruinous well blind me and like about well, the last it, two weeks you were spot on weren't you well imagine that that there might be a lesson made for us in history i mean it's an <laughs> extraordinary thing isn't it because <laughs> that was the case at the time is that's exactly what was being said wasn't mm, it and, yeah. um, and lo and behold they're trying to do it again um it, you know but there you go that's the that's the interesting thing about history is you you, you can comb through and uh, uh learn the odd lesson but i i wouldn't overstate that there's jokes in here as well as well as incredible nostradamus powers yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, when we head in, as also as we head into Movember, uh, it's yeah. surprising you point out just how many despots have moustaches, really, don't they? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 a, a, it's a look, isn't it? They go for it. Reliable rule of thumb that if they've got, they've got, if someone in power has got tash, the chances are they're going to be a despot. And then if, <laughs> if they're a despot with a tash, the chances are they're going to be proper trouble. Yeah. Uh, I think that that holds that holds firm. I mean, I almost think that. That's what Saddam, Saddam Hussein was doing anyway. That's why he grew the tash, was to show he was one of, you know, it's just a clue, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show he was part of the pantheon. I think pop history like this, if you like something mm. that's approachable and accessible, it's a good way in for people to actually think, you know, I'd like to know a little bit more about that. Well, yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I hope so. I mean, part of this, though, is, is based on my, my, I have two daughters. One is, she's doing a degree now, but the other one's doing her A-levels. Mm. And she's doing A-level history. She did GCSE history. And so for a big chunk of this book, I simply I borrowed her notes and uh, <laughs> rewrote them, put jokes in. Because uh, she, she, she did GCSE Nazis, you know, um, uh, which is roughly what, what, they, what you do for GCSE now. You do like t- terms and terms of the Nazis, right? So she knows all about that. But she gets to when the Second World War starts and then she doesn't know anything about the Second World War at all. I think she possibly doesn't even know who won. So... Um, uh, uh, I thought what I should do is like finish, basically finish off her notes for her. So if yeah, like you say, if you if you you know, it's a sort of it's a way in. But I mean, uh, if if you if I've left stuff out, that's just because it was too boring. Which is the other good thing about um, when you're studying history is very often you have to wade through boring bits. And I thought, well, we're not going to bother with that. No, <laughs> you've covered uh, England winning the World Cup as well, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and some yeah. and even what happened to Pickles after he found the World Cup. I enjoyed that. Yes. Bit. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he ended up he ended up doing behind the scenes reporting, didn't he? That's um, uh, <laughs> presenter on Match of the Day. He said. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Beatles as well. You, you look at Beatlemania, the whole Beatles thing, and you do point out that it was only seven years from basically start to finish. I mean, that is. I mean, it's, it's a blink of an eye, isn't it? Really? Yeah, that is the most gobsmacking thing, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it takes you two that long to make an album, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They did everything and they invented all of it and then and they forgot about half of it and they dropped some of it and then they invented new things and then they and then they fell out acrimoniously. All in I mean, all basically all in the time it takes Bono to sit on the toilet and write some lyrics. It's the most amazing thing. <laughs> it strikes me as well, in the nature of the way it's written, this could this could find itself in, in many people's uh, it makes a good it's a good toilet read in the nicest possible way, Al, because you can kind of go into it chapter by chapter. It's it's very it's very mm. accessible from that point of view as well. Well, yes, I mean you do write these books with a view to people logging on and logging off, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, at Christmas, you know, maybe you want to escape from your family. On the gents, uh, on the toilet, which is what my dad used to do. The minute there was washing up to be done, he'd vanish <laughs> onto you're... the toilet. He, he's very well informed when it comes to history, so that's obviously what he was doing. That's what it was, yeah. And you're yeah. not a fan of the uh, conspiracy theory, I don't think, because uh, no. you basically say the assassination of JFK, for example, that's just what it was. It was Lee Harvey Oswald, and that's it. Yep, <laughs> yep. Ace closed. No point looking at anyone else. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, my feeling with them is... You know, and we've—I think we've seen it this year. Really, is your government? If if you're lucky, a government could just about do your bins. If it's just about functional, <laughs> so the idea it could pull anything else off is unless, of course, it's wasting all its time on these mad conspiracies. But um, yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of don't hold with it, and I'm much more a fan of cock-up theory anyway, which I think we also see this year is a thing's much more likely to be a, a cock-up than a conspiracy. And in, and and I've got the you know the 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 great uh, the what well, the most important conspiracy. Of all of the of the last hundred years, which is the assassination of the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, mm. and they cocked that up. The people trying to kill him, who, who started the First World War, they even cocked up their conspiracy. So you know, I'm, I I think you know it's a series of uh, catastrophic uh, screw ups, one after another. I had to watch my language then for a brief moment. Well done. <laughs> Good recovery. And you've got a chapter on the Spanish flu pandemic, and yeah. it w wasn't as big a news story as COVID, was it? No, I mean, the interesting thing about Spanish flu, I mean, I, I'm sure people know this because because after it's been on our minds, isn't it? And, mm. and also, I do in the book apologise for writing about a pandemic um, uh, during one. But, um, but yeah, the interesting thing about it, the reason it's called Spanish flu is because American newspapers, the outbreak, they think, started in the US, but they weren't allowed to report on it because there was a war on. So they reported on the outbreak in Spain, which is how it's got how it got its name. And in and in Poland, it was known as Bolshevik flu because it had come from Russia. And in uh, Senegal, it was called the Brazilian disease and all this sort of thing. So basically, you named it after where you thought it had come from. And the 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 the, the thing with that pandemic is that was governments governments basically mishandling it, not giving people the information they needed when they needed it, and it kind of um, you know I don't want to say I don't want to say that it's a direct parallel, but but. If you're going to compare what's happening now to anything, you might as well compare it to that. And finally, for those that want to delve a bit deeper into the world of history, maybe a bit more specific, you do have your, your podcast with James Holland still, don't you? Yes, yes. We have ways of making you talk mm. um, uh, where James and I talk about the Second World War and uh, um, we've been doing that. We've been doing loads of that for lockdown, actually. Yeah. We've, we've really been getting, we've been getting properly stuck into that. So that's a, although we have a laugh with it too, because I mean, the, the thing is, is um, it's such a big subject that there's, it covers aspects of absolutely everything. And we've, um, you know, we've had people sending in their weird jobs that their relatives did. You end up with a bloke who, who basically did the latrines in Addis Ababa 
for five years. Wow. You know, people like job. that. What, what, sort of, what sort of medal do you get at the end of at the end of five years after that? Oh what a thought! Well, he said plenty of people could have been reading your book in there if only you'd brought it out. Of there. That's very true. <laughs> Cheers, Al. We'll catch up with you soon. All the best with it. Always a pleasure, fellas. Thank you very much. Take care. It's uh, Al Murray's The Last uh, 100 Years, Give or Take, and all that. Mm. Mm. Misremembered Journey Through the 20th yeah, Century. It's a lot of fun. And interesting, too. Yeah, it is. Uh, published by Quirkus and out now in hardback. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, Andy, I think EFL mm. managers may be looking over their shoulder in yeah. light of a decision, which I'm, I'm not blaming them for. Uh, league 2, Tranmere Rovers uh, got rid of Mike Jackson after 10 league games in charge. They're 18th in the table. And um, it's it, you're going to maybe see this a little bit more often because uh, Mark Palios, the, the, the chairman of the club, said that uh, you know they haven't got a lot of time. We don't have the luxury of time to turn things around because of COVID. We could be looking at uh, a season that's decided in in other ways, maybe a, you know points per game, and they can't take these risks. You know, you're going to see. Mm. Teams jumping where they maybe would keep faith with the manager because they don't want to get themselves in a situation where the league isn't finished and, and they end up relegated. Yeah, it's a problem. I agree. Um, and talking of COVID, I don't know about you, but when when they brought out the app, I thought to myself, well, you know, I've got to do a duty. You've got to sign up for it. And we all know it's had so many problems, hasn't it? You know, and uh, But the Department of Health yesterday said the app was deemed excellent by international standards. And I was thinking, where's that? Countries without electricity. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, how do they get off saying that? It's yeah. mad, isn't and, it? And uh, our old mate Paul Jiggins uh, from The Sun, he, um, he'll he probably be having a word. He's a Millwall fan, and he'll be having a word with his colleague Frankie Christou, who decided on Saturday morning he would do a little feature on Paul's team, Millwall. He said, it's mm. official. Millwall are the best team in Europe at keeping goals out the net. The Lions are proving every bit as fearsome as their reputation, racking up 14 clean sheets in 2020, making them the most miserly defensive unit in Europe's top five leagues. Well, they are the Kings of Bayern Munich. They're even ahead of them. So what goes on Saturday afternoon? They get gubbed 3-0 by Huddersfield. <laughs> and that was the end of that. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, old Frank, you'd be looking over Pop his shoulder it. as well. Yeah. And, of course, you've seen all weekend people um, stocking up on toilet roll again. Yeah. I was thinking about this lockdown's only going to be a month. There's one bloke here, I've counted it, it's 16 rolls, yeah? That's half a roll a day. For <laughs> well, goodness no. sake, what are you expecting? I've got, I don't want to go into that, but it's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Where's that thing? I can't find the actual words, but the thing it made me, I think it made me laugh. Oh, here it is. The, uh, I don't know if you saw the Kim Kardashian, the, uh, the, the, Kanye West decided to get her a hologram of her late father as a present. I did was, see that, yeah. And yeah. the thing is with these things, it's quite quite a nice idea, really. You, you can get the hologram to say anything hmm. in the voice. So, of course, old Kanye's never short of a bit of modesty. He, went, he got the, the hologram to say, your husband's the most, 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 most genius man in the whole world. Wow. It's fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> well, he was never likely to say, I don't like the fellow, I don't know why you married him. Yeah. It was never going to was never going to work, gonna, was it? Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. And once again, we uh, got this thing where people find items that look like Donald Trump. This is a steak, which uh, you know you have to say. Have you seen this picture of this steak? There's a picture of a steak. Yeah, Donald Trump was a steak. Yeah, but you, that's yeah, it's like all these things. You could just cut, I could make a steak look like Donald. Just cut it up, yeah. like that to make it look like him. Andy, I mentioned earlier on that I, I, every time I see referee Graham Scott, who did the Spurs oh, yeah. Brighton game last night, I, he it, doesn't look like a steak. He looks like um, my old nan, my uh, stepdad's mum, and yeah. uh, and it really throws me because I imagine him going to get his pension with his hat on and his brooch and his big <laughs> overcoat, and I can't take him seriously as a 
referee, and you've been telling us about other people. It's not just the fact that he looks like your nan, though, is it? No, it, it's partly that. But I mean, long before last night, yeah. every time I saw him refereeing a game, I'd, I'd get memories of uh, of uh, the budgie flying around the living room and stuff. Right, he was going to get out. It, it, it takes me back to being a kid. So it makes it hard to take him seriously as a referee. Yeah. But um, Jack's been in touch. He said the lady who cleaned the office where I used to work looked like Neil Warnock. Really? So yeah, again, he always had that issue whenever she came into. I mean, it's, it's quite difficult to watch. I love cleaning me. It's quite difficult to watch old Sopranos because Neil did have a look of Tony's mum, didn't he? <laughs> it, it, it does it, it, more it, than a look. I'd it, say. it throws. The, yeah, uh, the the this comes from uh, Mike in Macclesfield. He said the vicar in Dad's army looks exactly like my. Uh, my next door, my old next door neighbour, who I hated with a passion. I actually can't watch Dad's Army now without thinking of him, so it's ruined the show for him. Oh, that's British a shame, isn't it? Really? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Here we go, Andy, five questions based on last week's shows. Who did we speak to about Tottenham's very shoddy performance against Antwerp last uh, on Friday? We had a guest on to reflect on that game. Paul Jiggins. Well done, Jiggins. You make a good start. Uh, OK, we spoke to Johnny Owen, of course, a talk sport fame and filmmaker about his new movie. Um, and it's uh, mm-hmm. three giants of Scottish and indeed British oh, yeah, football well. and world football. What's it called? Hmm. And that is the same as the book. We talked about the book. It's about Jockstein, it's about Bill Shankly, it's about Matt Busby. Yeah, it's called... It's three Three legends. Oh, he was so close. Three kings. Oh, he was very close. Uh, the book Wings of Change is about a product as much as in, involved in the world of football. We spoke to the author. Uh, on Wednesday, what product? Wings of Change. Wings of Change. Uh, Karen Tijuani was the author, and it was a product that got involved in the world of football. <laughs> it was a heavy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think what it was? Nah. 
Red Bull. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 it comes back to you now, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, uh, Luke Fletcher. Sorry, I was going to say, uh, I've ruined that. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> the answer's Luke Fletcher. Luke Fletcher was the answer. Congratulations. I got that one. Uh, well done. You did well to get that one right. <clears throat> and uh, we spoke to Ned Bolting last Monday yeah. about which cyclist, the winner of the Giro. What's his yes. name? <laughs> I know who he is, but I don't know. Teo Gagan Hart. Oh, well done, Andy. Yeah, they, it you. all came back wow. to you. It wasn't bad. Uh, no, three good. out of five ain't bad. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll return tomorrow. All manner of nonsense, no doubt. Until then, keep well, and uh, we will speak to you then. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 